Welcome back to Dad Bod Walking. Go for a walk, talk about Dad Bod stuff, which is important. And the time of year lends itself to a bit of a chat, a bit of a Dad Bod chat around alcohol and how fucking lovely it is to sit on the balcony and have a glass of wine or an icy cold beer. Oh, hang on, sorry. Now, alcohol and how important it is to understand what you can and cannot drink and what you should and should not drink. And if you are drinking, what choices you need to make because. Regardless of the time of the year, we're all faced with the challenge at times to go into a social circumstance. And if you're a drinker, you're probably going to want to have a drink. What do you choose? How much can you? How much can you have? How does it affect your dad bod journey? So Lino's going to give us the insides and outs. And uh, as recovered alcoholics, we can speak confidently, as uh, we've spent many years drinking ourselves stupid, and now come good, and really understand the importance of managing your alcohol consumption to. Get the best out of your dad by journey. There's nothing worse than doing all the right things with your food and your movement and your sleep and then going on a bit of a bender and throwing yourself out of ketosis and fucking the whole process up. And more importantly, what we tend to find, which is the is the second layer, is when you have a few drinks, you put on your dumb fuck head, um, which I'm sure you're all familiar with, your dumb fuck head, which makes dumb fuck choices. And so the extra layer is under the influence of alcohol, you start to do dumb fuck things make dumb fuck food choices and decisions and so it's an extra layer of risk so having set that up lynn tell me about can i drink or can i not drink well the choice is up to you quite frankly because i'm not here to uh you know to tell you what to do i'm not your babysitter i'm not your mum um so you make your own choice Uh, there are three things to consider when you think about alcohol the first one is it's calories like it or not any food or drink has calories apart from water so the first thing you've got is the calorie aspect is that if you are having lots of alcohol you'll be consuming a lot of empty calories and if you're on a weight loss journey because you're trying to ditch your dad bod um, it's probably not going to help you um, and in terms of alcohol's calories um, alcohol has seven calories per gram so it's more than protein and carbohydrates it's more than your carbs it's more than your meats and your fish it's a bit less than your fats because your fats have nine calories per gram so um, but it is you know alcohol is fairly rich in calories so bear that in mind that's the first thing to consider the second thing to consider is it has carbohydrates and i'm going to talk about which of the different drinks have got high and low carb counts The third thing to consider is your liver has to process alcohol. So when we drink, we're basically going to send that alcohol to the liver where it's going to process and it's got to basically detox it out of your body. It's got to remove the alcohol out of your body. So you're putting a stress on the liver. Um, Now, you might say, well, I've done that for years, fine. And if you fuck up your liver, I don't really care. However, Your liver is a really important organ when you start to reduce um, carbohydrates and go low carb or keto because it's your liver that is involved in producing ketones. So if you want to be in ketosis and you want to burn fat, the chances are the extra burden that you're going to put onto your liver is going to be a problem. So really think about whether it's worth the choice. One drink, two drinks, probably not an issue. 
you start to get up to three, four, five drinks, and especially the ones that are higher in alcohol or higher in carbs, then potentially it will be a problem and it will knock you out of ketosis quite quickly. Lynn's just, just having a sip of a beer while we, uh, while we look. <laughs> I would have been three years ago. So let's, let's take a look at alcohol and the different types of drinks. Like I said, I think it's everybody's got to make their own choice and we are not reformed alcoholics in the sense that we, you know, we're not teetotal. So we're not coming at this from a perspective of saying you should not drink. As Mike said, it's all about personal choice. Decide what your choice of poison is going to be and think about how much of it you're going to have and think about that before you get out into social situations because drinking is like smoking. It's a habit. When you go to a pub or a brewery or a winery, it is a habit to have a certain sort of drink. When you go out with a group of friends, it's a habit to have a drink. And in the same way that smokers find that they automatically want something in the hand because they're used to taking a drag on the cigarette, it is the same thing with alcohol. So it can be about breaking that habit and addressing the issues around um, your social network. So we're out. We're going to start with beer. Woohoo! We all love beer. So a couple of things with beer. There are different types, obviously. There are lighter beers, there are darker beers, there's more your craft beers. Um, some beers have got quite good ingredients, some beers have got really shit ingredients. So the first thing you need to know is a lot of beer, or at least lagers and the lighter beers, are made with high fructose corn syrup. And that is absolute shit. It is one of the worst things for your body because that fructose is going to go to your liver and it's going to absolutely wreck your liver. The alcohol will cause alcoholic fatty liver. The high fructose corn syrup will cause non-alcoholic fatty liver. So it's a double whammy. So you really do need to think about the ingredients. You also need to think about how rapidly those ingredients get absorbed into your blood. So carbohydrates, like you know from my previous descriptions, carbohydrates in the body get turned into glucose. When you take in carbs and you've got protein and fats with them in food and fibre, that process happens quite slowly. When you take in sugar or carbohydrates in the form of alcohol like beer, it hits your bloodstream really, really quickly. It causes a big spike in blood glucose. It's why you feel so good. And it also causes a big spike in insulin to try and deal with all that glucose that's been dumped into your bloodstream. So beer acts very quickly in that way. And I've actually measured this with a continuous glucose meter where I had a look at the effect of one beer, big spike, comes down a little bit the glucose have a second beer another big spike and the glucose keeps going up and up and up with every beer the body simply doesn't have a way to deal with it all quickly enough you won't be able to produce enough insulin to process all of that glucose so if you're having three four five beers over a couple of hours you will definitely be knocked out of ketosis I don't care what the carb counts are, you won't get away with it. So a lecture over.
let's look at the um, the carbs in beer so when we look at a typical beer we're probably talking 100 to 150 grams of um, sorry 100 to 150 calories for a, for a typical beer of around 330 mils a bottle of beer we've also got in there somewhere between 8 and 15 grams of sugar so you're getting a big hit of sugar so if you have a full strength beer you could be already up to your carb count for the day on a single beer you have two you're over it you have three you've smashed it and you're well out of ketosis so beer is unfortunately because you know it's a drink that we all love especially on a hot summer's afternoon like it is today when it's really hot like this we all love a cold beer to cool down but unfortunately beer is one of the worst because it has got that high sugar content it's got a fair alcohol content we drink it quickly because we want to cool down we want to get rid of our thirst and so we are having these mega hits of sugar to the blood so if you're going to drink beer either limit the amount you're going to have or try and find a beer that's low in carbs or even zero in carbs and preferably one that's not such a strong beer, not such a heavy beer. Things like Stout, um, Guinness, any of the dark craft beers tend to be very strong in alcohol. So again, if that's what you really enjoy, have one and really enjoy it, savour it. But, you know, two, three, four is going to fuck you up. So that's your, that's your beers. Then we'll move on to wines. So wines, we've got the white wine, the red wine, the sparkling wine. And all wines have got some sugar content again. But where we get drier wines, they tend to be not as heavy in sugar. So think about a white wine. A lot of them now, even if they're labelled as dry, still got a fair sugar hit. And we tend to get quite big glasses when we go out to pubs. So again, think about that. You're getting quite a big glass of wine. It's quite strong in alcohol. So typical white wines, 12, 13, 14% will have a bunch of sugar in them. So if you're going to drink white, you're going to suffer the effects. If you really want a wine, you'd be better to go for a red because they're typically drier. Go for a drier style of red. Go for a European style, something like a French Bordeaux compared to say an Australian Shiraz because the European wines are lower in alcohol and they're typically drier and less sugar in them. A lot of the Australian wines, the big wines, they're actually quite fruity, they're very high in alcohol, 14-15% and lots of sugar in them. So wine is an okay choice if you want something with your Christmas meal and you're prepared to stick with one glass you go much over that you will put yourself out of ketosis and you'll be way above your your carb count for the day sparkling wine tends to be a bit of a nightmare because even again when they're labeled as dry they've got a fair whack of sugar in them they're not as strong in terms of alcohol content but they're usually quite sugary so or they're high in carbs and again because they're bubbly they tend to hit you quite quickly and you find yourself quaffing three, four, five at a wedding or a Christmas event pretty easily. 
So I would avoid the sparkling wines, especially if you haven't been able to have a look at the bottle or research it, because a lot of them like Prosecco, the, the fake champagnes, the ones that are not real champagne, they tend to be higher in carbs. Then we come on to the, 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 uh, the spirits, spirits and mixers. So there's a whole range here. And what you've got to think about is spirits are obviously much stronger. So you've got typically 40% alcohol content. So a shot of spirit, it's very high in alcohol. So if you're doing shots, that's not going to be good. Um, if you're having dark liquids, so rum and, and Bacardi, um, bourbon, scotch, even whiskey, they tend to be more, not whiskey, but the, the rums and the Bacardis and those sort of things tend to be high in their carb content. Some of the others like whiskey are lower in carbs, but the colour is often going to be impurities or it's going to be additive so it could even be colouring and that sometimes is worse from the, the hangover perspective. The other thing about a lot of those drinks is you drink them with a mixer so rum and coke is a typical combo and they are the mixers are often going to be a problem so you can go obviously for a zero um, carb mixer but you're going to have a big whack of artificial sweeteners, which is not going to be great for your, for your body either. So if you are going to go for a mixer, a soda, in with a, a spirit, choose a low-carb variety and be a, a little bit selective about what you're choosing. If you, go for, if you really want to have a spirit, you want to have a mixer, one of the best that you can go for would be um, something like a gin or a vodka. But ideally, pair it with, a, with a mineral water, with a sparkling water. Because there you're not going to get anything from, the, from a soda. You're not adding a soda to it. Vodka's really pure. Um, so it's not got additives. It's not got impurities. And if you're just having a vodka with a soda water, um, with something like a splash of lime or a, a you know, slice of fresh lime, then you're actually going to have a pleasant drink. You can, you, you know, pack in lots of ice with it. You can make it a long drink so it lasts you a while. And it's probably only going to have about 80 calories. So it's going to have a lower calorie count and it's got no carbs. It's only the alcohol content. So it's going to help you when it comes to sticking to your carb counts on that particular day. So vodka, lime and soda is going to be one of your best. And then I will just touch on some of the absolute worst, the ones that I'm not even going to tell you what the carb count would be or the calorie count because they're a nightmare. And that's going to be cocktails and liqueurs. So anything, sherry, port, Cointreau, cognac. Princess drinks. Any of those, yes, yeah, soft cock drinks that, you know, quite frankly, you shouldn't be drinking anywhere. Baileys. Any of the ones with you know cream and shit like that in them, yeah, I know they're delicious. However, they are absolutely packed full of sugar. That's why they taste so damn good. So, and they're too easy to drink. They're just way too easy to drink. So, avoid anything that's a liqueur, a digestif, a, an aperitif. Avoid cocktails because cocktails usually are freaking huge. They've got a bunch of different liqueurs in them, a bunch of mixers, and often you've got no idea what's been put into a cocktail. So a cocktail, you know, if you're going to have one of those, 
expect to be out of ketosis for a couple of days. So, <laughs> and you deserve the hangovers that you get if you go out on a cocktail bender. Um, and that's, that's the rundown. So the quick summary is go for the vodka, lime and soda if you want a low carb, low calorie drink. Make it a long vodka, lime and soda. If you're going to have a beer, stick with one. If you're going to have a wine, stick with one and just go for a red. And I know that makes me sound like a real freaking killjoy. Um, but if you want to go more, go more and then just accept that and don't bitch about it because you are going to make a dent in your dad bod journey. So think about that before you go drink. <laughs> Fucking Christmas Grinch. <laughs> Unfortunately, guys, you know she's right. She might be a pain in the ass and welcome to my world. But she is right. Um, a couple of things for me. One of the things to be super aware of for a lot of you guys who are on your dad bod journey and been doing this for a while and been eating very clean and your body's in ketosis and you're doing good, the five beers you could have 12 months ago and the impact on the body is significantly heightened when your body is clean and on a keto diet. So you have five beers now and you are going to get fucking double hit with sugar and carbs and calories and hangovers. It's going to smack the fuck out of you and make you realize what the hell's going on. So expect a, a really strong hit if you go on a bender. And the last thing is be in control. So if you're going somewhere this season over the next Christmas and New Year's bit, you're going to a pub or a club or you're going to someone's house... <laughs> The dumb fuck just turns up and accepts whatever drink someone gives them. The smart dad bod either takes their own drink so they know exactly what they're drinking or they research the venues. So they know what they serve, what are the low-carb alternatives, is there soda water, is there mineral water. So do your research like you would with food, stay in control so when you turn up there you don't make a dumbass mistake because you failed to do the research. Enjoy! Talk to you soon, gents. Cheers. <laughs>